This is the Sales Development Podcast, powered by Tenbound, hosted by David Delaney. My name is James Bodden, and I'm honored to be here to introduce episode 176 of the Sales Development Podcast, featuring the incredibly interesting entrepreneur, Martin Heibel. Martin is the founder at Ciara, the acceleration assistant for sales. Look, Martin and David have a fantastic conversation and get right into it. At minute two, uh, Martin talks to us about his path to building Ciara as a sales leader. Incredibly interesting to hear how this super powerful product was kind of born and thought of. At minute nine, Martin explains when to unleash the power of Ciara and and making the most of those first scheduled interactions with prospects. That's really where this product shines and Martin explains just exactly how important those first interactions are and how Ciara can help amplify and power those conversations to be successful. At minute 17, David and Martin discuss how to drive adoption with a tool like Ciara. Martin speaks about the challenge of building something that people want to adopt. It's about hard work and educating the market. Very, very interesting take there from Martin. Gotta tune in. At minute 25, the power of insights that Ciara provides how it modifies frameworks for leaders and teams is what David and Martin are talking about at this point. You have to make sure that you get all the way through for this entire just value-packed episode. This is such a fun conversation between Martin and David. As always, at the end, Martin shares how you can actually try out Ciara and how to connect with him one-to-one. As always, if you enjoy the episode, feel free to head over to tenbound.com, leave us a review. We always appreciate it. Enjoy episode 176 of the Sales Development Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am honored to have a guest from across the sea here, Mr. Martin Heibel, Ciara founder and CEO. How are you doing today, Martin? I'm great. Thank you. And thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on. What you're working on is super exciting, you know, for the sales development industry and just your expertise and your your story with putting this together is amazing. So I'm I'm really excited to get you on the show. Tell us about, you know, your background in, in getting into this industry and what you're working on at Ciara. Yeah, so at, at Sierra, we have developed a call in-call assistant for SDRs and for sales teams. And what does that mean? It is a it is a software tool that is running alongside your your sales conversations and typically initial discovery and qualification calls. That's where we have our sweet spot right now. And Sierra helps SDRs manage their calls and handle objections based on voice recognition. Got it. How did you get into this? So this is my second startup, my second software company. And in my first company, I was the head of sales and revenue. And what I realized there is if you want to train sales teams and SDR teams in particular, and that is a very costly and time-consuming exercise. And for them, a typically junior talent coming on the team, it is really hard to get their head around typically rather complex sales 
And what we do today is pretty non-digital, if you will. So we, we teach people, we craft nice presentations for them. We have classroom training. But then when you, when you look at how easy do SDRs find it to, to actually work with all that information, and even studies show that it's only a fraction, about 5 to 8% of, of the content that they are taught is actually available to them when they need it. So this is what I found remarkable and also what I, I realized is a, a big challenge for, for growing sales teams. So that is the one side on my, my own entrepreneurial background. And then on the other side, I, I just realized that, that voice technology is really has come to a point where we can record voice very, very well. We can transcribe voice very well. Latency tends not to be an issue anymore. So with the technology in place and the problem at hand, we basically thought about how can we combine those two and we envisioned a product that would work along your sales call and work like, you know, like a coach listening to you with the beauty of that not being a coach and the associated cost, but a software that, that understands you and helps you navigate your calls. Interesting. Okay. So how does it work then? So say that you're an SDR, you just went through the training and now you're mm-hmm. sitting down, you're starting to call people. How does the AI, I, I call it like an AI coach or, a, you know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's this, a good, this... it's a good term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How does it work? Yeah. So if you, if you start from the framework, right, the sales development framework, basically a book like yours <laughs> and a, you know, a framework that helps people to think about how they work. We basically take this content and put it into the Sierra software and it comes out as a front end that will tell you that will help you what points to discover what you know how to position your company what questions to ask so if you work around the medic framework just as one example it would help you talk about metrics and decision making processes and, and, and people involved and by listening to what you ask Sierra will basically detect what area you've touched and what you haven't and it will prompt you not to to get sidelined or it will prompt you to move on to the next important topic. Plus, when we hear typical customer objections, we can uh, relate these to our battle parts. So if you hear or if Sierra hears the customer talk about price being too high, time being an issue, decision making not clear, we can basically bring up these battle cards right into your face based on what we hear or what we've heard over the last, say, 20 seconds. That's so interesting because, so so there's a couple things. One is you can record a call and then the coach can go back and, and listen to the call, but that's that takes hours and it's a lot of sifting through data. And then there's companies that will take that and, and narrow it down into something useful so that you can start to see trends and things like that. But what right. what's missing is what you're saying is, like a person sitting on your shoulder, basically a little, you know, <laughs> coach on your shoulder who's actually in real time guiding you through the sales process. Is that correct? That is correct. So what you're describing is, I would say, is the, or has been the current state of the industry with recording conversations and then look at them after the call, which is certainly a help to to a coach. But it has the big downside that most of these recordings are never listened to anymore because no one has the time to do that. So insight is somewhat limited. What we do is we take insights from these recordings and we don't go through a coach, basically. Sierra is the coach in real time. So before you actually hang up as an SDR, 
we will be able to help you navigate the conversation. And, and how is that possible? That is possible because we start with a framework, right? If you just record a call and no AI software or what have you will ever be able to, to know what to look for, if you will. The beauty of a coach and the human coach, they have the same framework in mind. So they can relate to that mentally and then give you a nudge and basically say, hey, ask for next steps or ask for the financial decision maker. And Sierra can do that as well because we have the semantic framework on which we compare the call to in real time. That is, that's what makes it so powerful. Got it. Okay. So, so the other thing is with the SDRs, you know, on the front end. So they're having very brief conversations, you know, and it's also important to notify the person that they're being recorded or, you know, there's that type of thing, at least here, you know, at some states, they require that you notify the person at the beginning. And so it's tricky with stuff like this. How do you, how do you deal with the fact that, you know, there's regulations and then there's also a brief conversation. You can't really get much much done if, if they just hang up on you like immediately, you know? Yes, right. Yeah. So first of all, we're not solving the issue of making someone want to talk to you who doesn't want to talk to you. That's probably, that's a hard challenge for any AI as well, I guess. Sarah is not for high volume cold call outbounding calls. That's not where we have our strength. Why not? Because typically out of a hundred calls, there's only two or three that, that lead you anywhere. We come in when leads are, or initial contact is at a point where they agree to talk to you. And then this is, this is prime time, right? These are the moments that custom, that, that companies, our customers, they, they've spent up to $5,000 just to get that call. And it, it really matters what's happening there. And this is where we come in, right? This is where we just want to get the best out of these 30 minutes. On the regulatory side, fully agreed, you know, with a, being a company with German DNA, data protection obviously is important to us and is built into our product. So how do we handle that? We have two options here. One is you only record yourself. So you don't even have to ask your customer whether they want to be recorded or whether they would, would agree. And that will still give you uh, basically half of the inside. You will st- CR will still be able to pick up what you've covered and what not. We will detect keywords in, in your questions and understand context and will basically tell you after 20 minutes that you know decision-making has still not been addressed or the customer pain point questions or nothing similar to the customer pain point question has actually been detected. So the product still works even without recording the customer. And if you want to record the customer, we ask you to ask for consent. As much as you've just done through this call here using the Zoom tool, it's basically established standards. Got it. Okay. And so once they're they're in, how do you enter your sales process into the system? I'm just curious. So say Mm -hmm. you're using Medic and you've got mm-hmm. the medic process, how do you input that into the system to make sure that the salesperson is is using it consistently? Yes. So we have, technically speaking, it's a template-based system. So you can have as many frameworks as you want, and medic would just be a framework to start from, and then you can modify these. So you can have, you can have a particular framework for a particular target group, for a particular product, or for a com- campaign that you run, where you know some of your messaging or some of your questions might be different 
So this is how it, it works technically. And what Sarah is also able to do is to basically combine several calls that are related to the same template or the same deal, as we call it, basically combine insights from various calls into an overall overview. So if you work around a SaaS sales process, then Medic is typically the, the discovery phase, but you will then have a demo phase, we'll have a deal a development follow-up phase, we'll have closing phase. So we can basically have a, a template that covers the entire process and a multitude of calls that add to the overall view. And based on what we've learned from, say, calls one to five, we will be able to guide you in call six. That's how it works. Amazing. Okay. And so you also mentioned Zoom as well. So a lot of people use Zoom. Can it plug directly into Zoom or do you have to, you know, log into something else? Both is possible. So you can use our own meeting functionality, which has certain upsides in terms of, you know, easy, easy to use, no integration needed, very clear and easy detection of the audio signal. Those are, you know, these are the things you can do with the Ciara tool all out of the box. But then it can also dial in to, so we can we can basically use the, the Zoom live streaming feature to get audio from Zoom. So you can connect to Zoom. And our goal is to get the audio signal no matter where it comes from. So this is how the product is designed to work. As long as you sit on a machine that has a audio signal from both sides of the call, we can make Sierra work. And we want to be agnostic and not be tied to any existing tool that is currently out there in the market. Smart. Okay. So let me ask you, in making this, what has surprised you as you look at the people using the Mm -hmm. product and things that they're doing? Everything is kind of going according to how you thought it would, or are there things coming up that you're like, wow, I I didn't realize? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, when you start a company, you are always way more optimistic than it actually turns out to be. I guess you know what I'm talking about being an entrepreneur yourself. That said, what I found interesting is even for some of professional sales organizations, how hard it is for companies and for also for sales development leadership to actually implement stuff into a team. So many would say we work around the medic concept, for instance. But if you then drill in and then just, you know, pick 10 random deals and, and have a look how well this concept has been applied and how, you know, how clear it is to everyone working on the deal, I find it interesting how hard it is for companies to, to get that implemented. I, you know, I assumed that would be more daily routine than it's it is in, in, many, in many cases. So that is more on the customer side. And I, I think you can relate to that from your own would be curious to understand to, to get your view on that but from your own business 100 percent. it's it's oh yes i mean well from a business perspective everything takes you know 10 times longer it's 10 times more expensive 10 times <laughs> more frustrating than you could ever imagine <laughs> not to turn anybody off of you know entrepreneurship but i'm just being no, honest in my experience <laughs> but to your point I think it's interesting because, you know, people are not machines. They're these emotional, gushy, ushy, gushy. I don't know how do you describe it, but they're not computers, right? So you give them the framework, you give them the training, you give them a tool, but 
then they just go back to doing whatever they were doing because I think that's human nature, right? So what, how do you work with, within that reality? Yeah, exactly. And that is, you know, that's the second big challenge, obviously. Everyone from a more technical perspective, everyone agrees that, you know, these voice analytics capabilities are fascinating. Everyone agrees that getting help on a call is, is a big personal benefit. Everyone agrees that CRM is broken and if an assistant can capture stuff from your call and make that available to you in the next call, that's exactly what you want to want to have and want to do. But when it comes to, to actually getting this implemented and get people to use CRM more than the, the CRM and turn on the voice transcription and, and all that, it's just a change in their behavior. And I mean, I've built businesses before and I, I know hundreds of entrepreneurs, they, they all face that same challenge. It's really hard to make people change their routines and well i mean we're, we're working on that with every right with every new feature with every new cool thing coming in there's there's more people ad- adopting the product but it usually you know as an entrepreneur to your question you think this product you envision you're going to build it you're going to put it out and people will love it right and what what typically happens is you build the thing you put it out and nothing happens and it's just normal. <laughs> it's it's really just normal. And then you need to start learning and, and talk to people and understand why is it not working? What are you missing? And also be very persistent and, you know, never take a no for no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I taught entrepreneurship at university. And I think this is, it's one of these general insights on entrepreneurship. It's not about the idea. It's really about hard work and you know, educating the market. And that will take some time. And we built this company with a 10-year perspective. So we're enjoying what we're doing, even if it doesn't work on the first shot. Yeah, yep. And there's so many things there because I think of you know, some hit products that, that really took off. They started as completely different companies. You know, they, I think of like Twitter, for example. You know, it was an internal project or something like that. And there was another one, I, I can't remember, but... Yeah, you know, Slack those... used to be a gaming community. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and all of a sudden they realized that you know that was the thing that people actually needed, not not the primary thing. And and it's interesting because you know you from a product development perspective, like you put in a ton of work on a product, you put it out to the market, and there, nothing happens. Nobody wants it. And a lot of people, I think, just you stop there, especially if you're bootstrapped because you already put all the money into the product. It flopped. Now, what do you do? Right? Yeah, uh, exactly. And I mean, it's these overnight successes that take 10 years <laughs> to build. <laughs> Probably felt right. that before as well. I think from an entrepreneurial perspective, we are super certain that the product that we're building will be solving a huge problem to sales teams globally. And it's you know, as I said, basically, if you think this to an end, the CR assistant will be able to listen into all your calls, make sense of what's being said there, you know, put it into perspective of a what I call a framework. Today, frameworks are fields in CRM systems, right? People say, this is our opportunity. It has a probability and has a decision maker and it has, a, I don't know, fields A, B, and C, and D. And that's just a very, it's a simplification of the world. So what we're basically trying to feed stuff into databases, which is, in fact, totally disturbing everybody's workflow. And it's, it costs a lot of money. And that's why it doesn't actually, typically, CRMs don't work for that reason. So if you think the CRM 
the CR system, if you think it to an end, it will be the next generation of business software, which today is CRM. The CRM is before and after you have the conversation, just because we have no better technical way of doing it. The best way we have is putting fields in the database manually. That's how we do it. Now, if we can just listen to calls and understand what's actually going on there, there's no need to, to have a field in the first place, and there's no need to put in anything manually in the, uh, in the second place. So that's, you know, this is the big opportunity that we see with sales assistance or CR in particular. And it, seems and it will like take it, some time. It, what's that? <laughs> it will. It will, it will, it will take will. some time. Yeah, and it seems like it benefits both sides of the sales team in that the the rep can learn on the fly as they're as they're going through the call, they're actually actively being coached. So hopefully that's helping their skill development and having them become a better rep. And then also it seems like on the manager side, there's a lot of data that could be potentially analyzed, you know, to see where the framework is is working well, but then there's other areas where it's not working as well. Is that do you see that happening as well on the management side? Yes, absolutely. So we really have these two perspectives. And we start with the user perspective. So we're really eager to provide a product that works for the SDR primarily and first. And that is around guidance, as you said, and documenting their stuff automatically. No more note taking. Right, this is where we can get them. But then there is <laughs> there is that. the manager side. Obviously, they are interested to understand what's going on there, and we can provide them with insights both on performance of individuals, but also on deals. So we can look into any any deal, and there is no you know updating your pipeline anymore. It's it's an objective view on the data on the stuff that has been discussed. If they you know if if Sierra doesn't see any pricing discussion or any timeline discussion, the deal is just not there, no matter what anyone would have put into a CRM. And that will, you know, voice analytics or voice as a way of capturing information, it provides you, I would say, a hundred thousand times more information on what we captured today. And that is obviously interesting for managers too. Oh yes, a hundred percent. And and it's almost like from a simplicity perspective, it's you know the green light is we we're doing really well in this part of the framework. We're good at the beginning or the answering you know opening questions and things like that. And then there's a red light here because we're really dropping the ball across the whole team, you know, in closing or something like that. So that seems like super powerful versus just the static CRM view that you have. Exactly. And what, we, what you would do today is you would try to analyze your CRM data, hopefully get to an insight like this, which is questionable in the first place, but hopefully get to an insight like this. Then you would think about what should we do to close more or better. Then you would train people on doing that. And then you would let them do their calls again. What we can do is we detect that the closing stage is where things are stalling and Sierra can nudge people based on the framework. And it's super easy to modify the framework, right? So if you, if you have, as I said before, if you have a campaign going on, or if you, you know, you you see that there is a particular need to to position yourself against a competitor to actually close better, um, then you just put it into people's faces across the world in real time the next morning. You know, this is how it's going to work. It's not about coming up with a training program and 
needing weeks and months to to get people trained on that. And this is, you know, this this is the power of of such rich data. That's the future for sure. I mean, and if it's you look the at this, the, <laughs> the CRM, well, now you know, with what you're doing, but also, the, you know, the CRM is sort of you look at it like a file cabinet. You know, it's it's just a place to put data, and it's great. You know, and there's all these millions of apps, you know, that you can put in the app store to make it more powerful. But you know, it's it's kind of 20 year old technology now and and you need a layer on top. And I, I think that's why the call recording and analysis vendor space is so hot because it's like, wow, I could do a lot with this. You know, what you're talking about is taking this to the next level. Yeah, exactly. You know, the missing link so far has been to actually put this inside these analytics into people's calls right when they need it, when they can still influence the way forward on that particular call and make it accessible to them in light of a certain set of goals, say, or framework, whatever you want to call it. This is this is the step forward we're, we're taking now. And the next step will be, as you said, CRM is, it's there to stay. You know, I'm totally not saying CRM will be replacing CRM anytime soon. But, you know, what you see, what you currently see, there's a lot of enablement tools as well that are trying to make it easier for people to update the CRM system just because it's so clunky and so time consuming to actually do that. I think that is also an important step forward. But again, insight from voice will change that massively in the future. Definitely, for sure. Well, I can't wait to see the progress, man. This is amazing. How do we check out the product? Can they do a a trial or do, do you have to become a customer right at the beginning? No, absolutely. I was just commenting on that. So you can go on our website, get Ciara, that's C-I-A-R-A.com and sign up. And right there, we have a couple of sample templates that you can pick from. One is the BAM framework, one is the MATIC framework. So it's, it will be self-explanatory and just turn on the transcription. And as you talk, use it in your next call. As you as you talk, you will see how Ciara detects context and gives you feedback on what has been covered during the call and what not. So this is all it's available out of the box. There's no no coding, no no setup, nothing. You can just play around with it. And if you like it, reach out to me and we'll help you set it up for your team. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing and, and coming on the show. Let's see. Can we connect with you on LinkedIn if, if they hear about this and they want to learn more about what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. So find me on LinkedIn, Martin Heibel, that's H-E-I-B-E-L, and get Ciara or Ciara is our com- getciara.com is the website, Ciara is our company name on LinkedIn. I'm looking forward to connecting with all of you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Martin, and good luck with everything. And thank you, David. Nice talking to you today. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.